0: Welcome to the Akko Yurim series, dedicated in memory of Rabbi Daniel Yoel Levi Zatzal. There is a machloikus rishonim. If the if food came to the madrega of machabendrasai, which, which we already discussed in our previous year, at what point is a food considered machabendrasai? Can that food be salvaged? and still be made into bishul Yisrael food or not. It's a machloikas of the Rosh and the Rajbah. The Rosh's opinion is that w- uh, even if the food was cooked kamachah ben raso'i by the Akum, if the Yisrael at that point cooks the food, then the food will be considered Bish Yisrael the rashba's opinion is that no since as we discussed in the previous sheir that once food is considered cooked as far as as far as the halachas, as far as many halachas are concerned when it's machab so if the akam cooked the food to the degree that it's machab it cannot longer be salvaged by the halachas, by a jew doing anything else with that food. And it's very important to point out that Ravoz Nzatzal in the Shazat Shuvah Shevet Alevi Cheilig Beyz Simen Memhei tells us not to confuse Hilches Bishal Bishabes to Hilchel Bishel Akam. So of course, as we said in our previous year, one reason not to confuse the two subjects is because Bishal Akim is an Issa de Rabbonin, and Bishal B'Shabdis is an Issa de Raisa. but he also says there's a much more fundamental difference. By Bishal Akim, the point that we're trying to accomplish is a heker, to separate ourselves from the Akum. So it could very well be that as long as the Yisrael contributed in the cooking of the food, even though we cannot call him the primary actor in the cooking of the food we have created a hacker, and since we've created that hacker, we no longer have a problem of Bishel Akam whereas when we speak about Hilcha Shabbos the what we need to take into consideration, what we need to take into consideration is that the food got cooked, and food got cooked, the loch is that it's, it's also and that's what makes us determine if you were Mechal Shabbos, you did Bishla on that. The Shulchan Aruch in Simen Kuf Yud Gimel Siftes says, If the Akam did Macham Ben Dresoy Vigomer Yisrael Yesh Yeshla El Mkenu Erev Shabbos Erev Yontav Eishesh Maruba. So the Shulchan Aruch clearly Paskins like the Rajva. The Ramah on the other hand Takes in that sif the lenient approach. And the Umar approach is the that, that that they are makal even if the Jew contributed in the cooking even after it's Machab and rasai And he says, that's our minig, that we are makal, that even if the Akam did everything till it's machab and rasai we could be lenient through but, uh, the Jew can, finishing doing something at that point. So now, when we speak, uh, um, when we speak about this halacha, at what point is we can rely on this halacha or not? There are even even if we follow the opinion we have here, the machlokus of the. Shochanarich and Ramah, the there's there's another heter, and that is that if it's mitzdamik viyofeloi, if you have a food that the that was even if it was completely cooked by the Akum, if the Yisrael by now putting the food up makes the food better, it makes it mitzdamik viyofeloi. So it's the opinion of most of most piskim that that could solve the problem of bishal akam however we have to be very careful in applying this heter we can only apply this heter in a situation where the srawl's act actually makes the food better but if the srawl's food doesn't make the the bishal doesn't make the food better it's not Stomach then we don't have this heter. So that means that let's say you have a food that is oser because it's special akam. But then the food was put into the freezer. And by put into the freezer, you you, you you can't eat it. You have to take it out of the fridge or the freezer and warm it up. Just warming up food will not make that the food should not be considered Bishal akam because the Yisrael warmed it up. Another factor, which we know when we speak in Hilcha Shabbos comes up often, in Hilcha Shabbos there's a concept that Aim bishlach yesh bishl is a second cooking considered cooking. So the halacha is, as far as bishlacham is concerned, certainly according to the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch, if uh, we don't say, Yesh Bishl and therefore if a Jew cooked an item that was already cooked, it will still be subject to Hilchus Bishl Aqam. again, may be a little more lenient. It's hard to say that, because it's similar to the situation of food getting warmed up. And just like we said, that just warming up food will not make it Bishop Yisrael, Bishl is really warming up food. If However, that we learn in Hilcha Shabbos, and here we can apply a concept that we learn in Hilcha Shabbos, and that is that in Hilcha Shabbos, even though typically the halacha is, certainly by Dovah Yovish, something that's cooked is not considered cooked again, the halacha is that yesh bishol achra or yesh afiyah that means if you cook a food and you then bake it, or vice versa, so your second act is a whole new act. And since your second act is a whole new act, that could be considered a new act of, of Bishop. And therefore, even if we'll say that a Jew who warms up Bishal Akam food will not be able to save that food from Bishal Akam it could w- very well be that when there's a situation of food that was baked and then cooked, or vice versa, we could be more lenient. However, I saw that Ravad Yosef did not want to be lenient. Ravad Yosef says, so Ravad Yosef does not does not want to say that that should be a heter. If if a bishloach will say the same thing by Bishlach rafia. But although as we just quoted Ravadi Yosef the being machmer in this shiloh, he is mekel in a different shiloh, which is a question that comes up in very often. There are potato flakes that are potato flakes, potato powder that are prepared. And of course they're prepared through cooking. Now, the potato flakes, as you cook them, you take potatoes and you cook them to make them into potato flakes, instant potatoes, but they're not really edible at that point. They become inedible. And then, when you're making whatever food you're making with that um, instant potatoes or potato flake, you put it into a knish, you make mashed potatoes, whatever food you're making, now you have to cook them again to make them edible. So what will be the halacha? Is there an isr or bishlachim or not on those potato flakes? There are some hashgachas that are machmer. Potatoes are food that's oil al shulchem You're cooking the food, and even though after they're cooked and they're made into potato flakes, they're inedible. We, in our, one of our earliest shurim quoted the famous words of the Afghis es- 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 le- ozal." Where did the Issa go? Once they became Osr, they remain permanently Osr. However, the Ravad Yerusha says, that's not the same here. And therefore he paskins, since this is part of a process, and the pr- first part of the process is cooking and drawing. And then the second part is using it as an ingredient. He paskins that there is no isser of bishl on those potato flakes. And this is in the Shah's s'achuvash yabiyah oymer, yud simen As we discuss this issue of bishl so now the question is, what's going to be halacha if a food was taken off the fire while it was being cooked. And at what point will it still be considered bishlakum or not? So, there are those that want to say that if an akum took off the food from the fire before it became kamachal ben and then it was put back on the fire, then the alochi is that the meichel is mutter. However, if a Yisrael started making, and this is a very common question, if a Yisrael put food into the oven, and there are many ovens, that if you open the door of the oven, then the the oven shuts down, and when you close it, it starts up again. So let's say Yisrael put the food into that oven. And then after the Yisrael put the food into the oven, the Akum or whoever opened up that oven, and it was at a point before it became Macha ben Drusoy, and then the Akum closes the door, that food will have a problem of Bishlakim. And, and because the Yisrael did not really do a significant act in making that food cooked. In a situation where there's a question if the Akum did or did not take off the food from the fire and put it back on. In other words, as we're speaking about this type of oven that goes off when the Akum opens the door, when somebody opens the door, need we be concerned that the Akum did that and we don't know? So the Rashba ready takes that discusses this and he says that there are two factors to take into consideration. One is, as we have said, that if it's if it's a the so we could be makal, because suffic the rabban But the other, and the other consideration that we need to take in is does the akum benefit from having done this? So says the Rajba and the Shokanarak Paskins this way. If the Akum has nothing to benefit from opening, from taking the food off the fire, and it's a Safik if the Akum did it, we could be lenient because of Safik, the Rabbanan, Lakula. However, to rely on this heter, we have to know a number of, and that's what the Shulchan Aruch says, and the Ramah says in. We could be lenient. However, as we discuss this, we need to take a number of factors into consideration. Number one, the Shulchan Aruch says that the Akum should not benefit from... the, 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 the Rashba says that the Akum has nothing to benefit from having taken it off and put it back. But sometimes the Akum has what to benefit? He wants to check the food, and particularly in the oven that we just discussed, where as soon as you open up the oven, it's going to shut the oven. So, there, the Akam maybe wanted to check the food that it's not burning or it's whatever he's looking to make sure. So, there we don't have that heter that the Akam doesn't benefit. There's another consideration. As we discussed at the beginning of our series of Shiurim, we also mentioned that when we speak about the Isra Bishel Akim, so most Rishonim clearly are of the opinion that the main consideration is chasness, to keep us distant from the Akum. But Rashi also taught us that there's a consideration of Shem Davatame that he may put in non-kosher food. So here, and this is discussed more later in the Shulchan Aruch and Kuf Yod Ches, if there's non-kosher ingredients it doesn't have to be non-kosher ingredients. If there are, if it's a flashing of food that's being cooked and there are milking ingredients, we need to be concerned that the Akum might have put in something non-kosher into that pot or might have put dairy into the pot. And again, the Aruch says if the Akum doesn't have anything to benefit, then we could be lenient in Ches. So here too, if the Akum has no benefit from putting in the non-kosher ingredient then we could be lenient. But if it's a case where the Akkam may have something to benefit, they'll taste better, or whatever, we wouldn't have that heter. Then there's one more point that I saw that the paiskim add in. That if we have a situation where we could check ourselves, we can't just say that, okay, we have a situation of a suffolk, and the Rajba told us that by a suffolk and the Ramal Paskins that way, we could be lenient. If we could, if we have to create an environment that there shouldn't be a suffix. So we should put video cameras or we should check whatever we can check to make sure what did or didn't happen before we could just say, well, it's a suffix and we could be lenient.